106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and we are up. Drive Radio KLZ 560. And appreciate y'all listening, by the way. Last hour we did Fix It Radio. Thank you for listening there as well. Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder with me today. And you brought Justin back with you as well. I did, yeah. He's my right-hand man up there at Ridgeline. Good morning. You're the man. Glad you're back. Glad Second to be here. time here. Second time here. And Justin did a great job last time he was on. So if you guys have any questions, really about anything, Justin can help answer as well as myself and Josh. We are going to talk more today about just the whole new car, used car experience. What's it take to buy? What should you be looking for? When's the best time to buy? Uh, what do you do when it comes to selling a vehicle? In fact, I had a couple of questions this past week. And really quick, I want to make sure that I'm clear on this before we do anything else here. When... You sell a car. Yes, in Colorado, it is your responsibility as a seller to make sure the vehicle passes emissions. Now, I realize on personal sales, very, very few people do that. Mm -hmm. But it is your responsibility. Now, I will tell you, to keep yourself out of trouble, I think it's best for you as the current owner, where you know it's going to pass emissions, take it down. Get it tested. That test is normally good long enough for you to get that vehicle sold, even if it's not quite, you know, sold by the time, you know, by the time the, the thing expires. And what are they good for? Forty five days or thirty days? What is it? I don't remember. I think even I that, think they're, six months, isn't it? They're good until you register it. At least ours okay. are at the dealership. Okay, so that that thank you. I did not know that guy, so thank you. So all the more reason for you as a seller to go down, get your emissions test, and here's why. There's enough unscrupulous individuals out there whereby you've made it pass emissions. You know it's going to pass emissions, but you didn't get the test. So then they get the vehicle. And then pretty soon you may get this email or this message back. Oh, this thing won't pass emissions. I need to spend such and such, such and such on it and blah, 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 blah. And uh, you know, I want my money back or I want you to write me a check for such and such or whatever the case may be. Guess what you just eliminated by having an emissions test done? All of that. All of that then goes away because you just had your emission test done. You know it passes. And here's the other key to this. Make sure you take a photocopy. I don't care if you do it with your phone, but you take a photocopy of that emissions pass. Mm -hmm. You've got a picture of it. It's got the VIN number, the date it passed. The whole nine yards is there. You now have proof that, yes, in fact, judge, it would. Because here's the thing. They could take you to small claims court. If you don't have any proof that shows you took it and got it tested and it passed, it's your word against theirs. Correct? Yeah, but the good thing is right now the the DMV is getting that emissions test the next day. Nice. So when we run it through, they have you it. don't even really – you still take in your copy, but, but you don't have it. to. Last okay. few times I've been in, 
I think, Justin, you've had the same. Well, you didn't even have to hand them the copy. They just kind of scanned it and went, oh, yeah, it's already sitting here. Yeah, they say 15 minutes. So you go to the mission station, it passes. That goes right into what's called the Colorado Drive System, and they know the vehicle has passed. Nice. So it's got done by a VIN number, I assume, is, not yes. by yes. the plate number, because you're going to redo that anyways. Right, yeah. yeah. So as soon as they run it, it gets fed right up nice. to their server. I did not know down. that. Thank you, yeah. guys. But I, I agree. Please take a copy. Right. Well, well, have, 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 I think, you know, yeah. just knowing that even some things there may, I mean, you don't want to be that, you know, one in a million where something got messed up and it didn't make it where it was supposed to. Just a quick exactly. picture. You're, you're taking a second, literally, to take a quick picture of that unit that ju- or that, that slip that just passed. Done deal. It's that simple. And that's what we do. We run all our cars through emissions just so we know, you know, even though there's no check engine lights, there's no sign of it. Not passing emissions. Okay. We know right away that, that it's going to pass. Okay. We give them a copy of it right then and Perfect. there when they purchase it. All right, David and Monument, you're next, sir. Go ahead. You're first up today, by the way. Go ahead. Is, is, you're talking to me? Go ahead, David. Oh, okay. Hey, a uh, question about undercarriage wash. Uh, is that something that I should be doing regularly? Should I be using any chemicals to... Um, for, you know, washing underneath or anything like that. What's your recommendations on that? Yes and yes. <laughs> okay. The easiest is to go to the what? self-pay car wash. That's right. If you go to a, a tunnel-type wash or an automatic wash where that water squirting up from underneath, they add a little chemical into it during that process as well. And I know a lot of people don't like those. But if you used a brushless wash, it's, you're not going to harm anything. The, the higher-end car washes are using a good soap. You're not going to have any issues with that end of it at all. I mean, I, would I run an exotic through one of those? No, but you're not driving an exotic and need an undercar wash anyway, so it doesn't really apply. Everyday drivers that we're all talking about, yes, run through one of the regular either self-serve, you know, touchless wash, or even one of the tunnels that has the brushes in it, which, again, those tunnel washes are very good, high-end. They keep track of what's going on there. Uh, they maintain them very well. The high-end washes do. Either case, David, they would work fine doing that, and you wouldn't have to do it yourself that way. Okay. I do have a pressure washer and, you know, one of those uh, undercarriage wash wand type things. I didn't know if I should use a chemical as well as doing that, or... I, th- I think that'll break it loose pretty well. I mean, the main thing is just getting rid of all okay. the road grime, and especially this time of year, it's all, you know, the mag chloride and the road grime that just sticks to everything and just starts eating the car from kind of the bottom side up on it. Sure, sure. Um, do you have time for one more? Yeah, no, you know, and, and really quick, but really, I just want to jump in really quick on doing it yourself. Yes, you you can. Here's the here's the downside of that. Unless you've got like a 90 degree end on it, you're never going to get that power washer all the way to the center of the vehicle to get all of the crud off. I mean, unless you're laying on your back and you're really down there getting grimy and dirty and no offense, I'd pay somebody to do it before I actually ended up doing that. I'd go through a, you know, $12, $13 car wash before I crawled underneath there and did that. Unless you put a 90 degree end on that power washer, you're never going to get to the middle of the vehicle. Yeah, and I, luckily I do have that. Perfect. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys will tell you even you know drive over a you know sprinkler. You know they you know they do the sprinklers that you can kind of run in a row and you can you know slide those under the car. You know those are great uh, unless it's 
you know, 20 degrees outside like we've had here for a while. And I would even, it's the other, the other tip I'd give everybody, even we've had this really cold weather, you know, I've had my vehicle through one of those washes three times already in the last week and a half to keep all that crud mm-hmm. off the bottom side of the vehicle. Okay. Okay. So should do it really fairly often. If you know you've been out driving around and there's and it's not so much the mag chloride we worry about anymore because they're not using much of that anymore. It's brine. It's salt. Uh, brine is just liquid salt that CDOT uses now. And then, of course, all of the product that goes down on the road is pure salt. There's very little sand product left. Some of the mountain towns use some use some rock and some salt in it. But for the majority of the metro area here, David, even down where you're at, it's all salt. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. One one other question and I guess observation. So um, I moved out here from Washington State last year and, and over there they had a law that you could not drive with a bunch of snow on your vehicle, you know, because you get these big old um, chunks flying off and if you're following somebody, you know. Yep. Um, is, is that a law here? Yes. Or is, or they don't enforce it okay. like they should, but yes it is. Oh, Okay. I was just wondering. It was like, man, I was following one guy here this last snowfall, and a big old chunk flew off right in front of me. And it was like, wow, you know. Yep. But okay, I was just wondering. No, nope, you was, are. It, it's still a law here. here. We just don't enforce it, in my opinion, like we should. Now, I have seen, you know, not not a lot, but I have seen vehicles pulled over. When you can literally see the stuff flying off, and there's a, an officer nearby, I have seen in Colorado people get pulled over for that. Rightfully so, by the way. All right. right. Well, thank you for the advice on that undercarriage. You're welcome. And I'll make sure I do that a lot. Thank thank you, you David. No, appreciate it. And again, for those of you listening, the reason to do that, and these guys in the tech world, you you know, the auto shop world can attest to this, the cleaner you can keep things underneath, the easier it is down the road to get things repaired and the less corrosion and damage you have on the underside of the vehicle. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. Your mechanic will definitely appreciate it. (laughs) And the resale value of the vehicle is higher because you don't have some of those other issues going on as well. Right. Right? So across the board, it kind of goes back to the whole how well do you take care of your vehicle. All of that pays off in the end based upon the value of the car when you go to sell it or trade it in. And we know instantly once we get under there if it's from you know, the rust belt or someplace like that because, you know, you can tell <laughs> real quick it's not from around here. But it seems like, yeah, since they've changed what they're putting on the roads, we're starting to see more issues yep. on cars yep. a lot sooner. Jerry and Greeley, you're next, sir. Morning. I um, just recently had some body work done, and the shop I used did a poor job. Uh, I picked them because I didn't know any better, and... Um, I don't know, I was wondering if maybe I could just tell you the story and you you might be able to point out where I made some mistakes. Sure. Yeah, for other people listening, that would be very good, Jerry. Well, back in November, um, a gust of wind blew a road sign into the side of my pickup and um, put scratches and minor dents on both the right side doors. And the um, the construction company that was responsible for not anchoring their sign they they were real easy to work with they didn't give me any trouble at all they said they'd be happy to pay for it um and um anyway i I have like zero experience in uh, with body and paint um the shop i selected here in greeley 
Um, part of the reason I picked them was because they said they'd be able to do it very quickly, which turned out not to be correct because it had multiple delays. But mm-hmm. um, also they had they had won some awards from the local newspaper where the readership votes for their favorite shops of different types. And so I, in other words, they had all their friends and customers tell them how great they were. I, I guess so. You know, I mean, I, that's how it works, by the way. Okay. Sorry. That's well, I don't put much stake in those. You know, best restaurant in town voted five years in a row, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, to me, Jerry, that means nothing. All you do is get some of your key customers and family members to go to the paper and tell them how great you are, and all of a sudden you're top of your, your market when, in fact, you may not be. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I, that, that, that seems right in this case, and, but I, I had no other recommendations. So, anyway, I'm, I'm real unhappy with uh, the work. The paint color doesn't match. Uh, they scratched various things up in the process, and um, there's a stain. It, it looks like like a drip of dirty water fell off of a overhead surface onto either into the clear coat or under the clear coat. It, it won't come off. And um, anyway, I'm I'm to the point now where I'm I, I wish I would have paid the 500 deductible and gone through my insurance and maybe. Maybe been able to get a better shop. I don't know. Um, I don't know. How, how do you pick a good body shop if you don't have reliable recommendations from family or friends or people well, you trust? That, that and you're bringing up a great question. It's not easy. You do have to do your homework. Typically, asking some of the other folks that are in the industry, not the collision industry, but even the mechanical industry. Hey, who's good? Who does a good job? Who do we see doing a good job? Who can color match well and so on? Now, I will also tell you that pretty much as much as I hate dealing with them, but your name brand chain collision centers, because of the relationships they've got with you know insurance companies and so on, they have no choice but to really put out really good work. Now, here's the key to some of those. Some of them will not take your vehicle unless it is an insurance claim. So you take some of the, you know, calibers, abras, and so on. Unless you've actually got a, a actual real insurance claim, they may not even take your vehicle in. So a regular quote-unquote customer pay job, they may not do. But I will tell you that the quality of the jobs coming out of the high-end shops like that, just because of the relationships they've got with the, the insurance companies and so on, they don't have any choice but to have really kind of top-quality stuff going on. doesn't mean that there's not some solid independent shops out there. There are, but to your point, Jerry, it's very hard. That, that industry has seen a ton of consolidation, and I will tell you right now, unless somebody's just Johnny on the spot, they've got great people, they've got all the great technology, the latest in you know, spray technology, the booth, the ovens, the whole nine yards, unless they've got all of that, they're never going to get your vehicle fixed correctly. And those are some of the questions you need to ask on the front side. How old is your paint booth? Do you have an oven? How long has your painter been with you? Uh, how long has he been painting cars? Uh, you know, what's your, what's your, you know, coll- you know, what's your body shop, your collision guys like? How long have they been with you? Those are some of the questions that I would ask if you're going to a brand new collision center to know exactly where they're at with things. And then the other thing to do Ask for a tour of the place. How clean is it inside? What does it look like? Is it an absolute mess when you walk through it? Is there just junk and clutter and stuff all over the place? Or can you tell this thing is done like an assembly line where things are really dialed in, and you can just tell that from stage to stage to stage this thing's going to be done correctly? So ask for a tour also, because if all of that isn't correct, you move on to the next place. 
Okay. And um, go ahead, Josh. My question would be: Have you taken it back to them and pointed out yeah, the issues the you're having, and let them try to address it? Well, not yet, okay. because they uh, they ended up keeping my truck much, much, much longer than than I was told initially, and and I I needed it to get through some storms that uh, caused big problems. Anyway, I mean I'm. I'm really pretty upset because I, my assumption is that it's not that they did a poor job because uh, because they chose not to. It's probably because they're not capable of doing good work. Right. You know. I mean, I guess I if I couldn't trust them to do it right the first time, I don't really want to give them another shot to screw something else up. Yeah, uh, I I would still give them the chance. You know, I mean, it could have been you know an off day or one of those two. You know, and and sometimes with paint. I don't know. It was you know the paint issue there when you picked it up because with paint a lot of times as it cures, you'll have you know different things what we call mapping, where you'll see you know the as the primers and the and you know the bondo shrinks as it dries underneath the paint, you'll start to see blemishes like a month or so down the road. So you know I would I would take it back and that would be my recommendation. Take it back, point it out, and give them one more chance. You know to. Mm-hmm. to fix it and then you know maybe talk to him about hey you know i was without my car for this long can you guys loaner give me a rental car right. or a loaner car something like that to help you out if they're gonna you know if you're worried about the truck being gone for so long right see if they can help on that side and, and too. as far as recommendations larry just gave a great tip as well you can because napa sells things to collision centers and and by the way there's other paint suppliers as well sherwin williams sickens and so on you can always ask some of the paint guys hey who are your better collision centers in town and which one do i need to be going to because believe me these guys know who's sharp who handles things well and so on you know it's a lot like the auto parts side they know the auto shop that's sending a lot of things back and has a lot of warranties versus those that don't right well i'm um i'm obviously really naive about all this stuff um i um i'm sure i made a mistake in dealing with the the company that paid for it, they they actually paid these guys for the work before the work was done. So oh. you know maybe maybe that was part of the issue. You know maybe they figured out who cares we've already been paid. Right. Um, but well, and and I thought I mean these were relatively small scratches and just minor dents from the sign. And and my picture in my head was okay. They're just going to do the same as if I was painting a scratch on my house, but. They, they did the entire exterior surface of both doors, um, and then they also did the entire right front fender. And I, I was told, they said, oh, no, we, we have to do that because we can't match the paint perfectly, and so if we don't do that, then there'll be a glaring contrast. And, I mean, I don't know if they're feeding me a line, um, but, but the the fact that the paint doesn't match now, I mean, it it would have looked better if I would have taken some white out and just covered the scratches and left it that way as opposed to this yeah. this obvious difference now. Well, plus side is it's fixable, even if it's not by them. You know, you have recourse, of course, uh, whether it be through them or the construction company or even going to small claims, Jerry, you've got recourse. But to Josh's point, take it back, see what they'll do, show them what you're not happy with and what you want taken care of and and give them at least a shot at trying to fix it. Um, well, and, and then um, what, what does a person do if you have 
body uh, work done and paint done, and then six months later the paint starts to peel off. I well, mean, does that happen? Not usually, not anymore. If they've done the right, you know, color correction and everything works that way and everything matches and so on, you, typically the way the two-stage water-based paints are today, as long as they've applied everything correctly, normally, I mean, even if it looks good for the next month or so, you're not going to have any issues down the road. That that I have found to not really be a big issue. Now, that that comes back down to everything else we've already said. How, what, you know, what kind of quality do they do? You know, what's their, what's their uh, you, know, you know, painting is a lot like any other type of finish work where the underside has to be correct. If the underside isn't correct, the top side never will be either. It's very, very important when it comes to painting and doing collision work on cars. Okay. Well, I appreciate all of your advice, You're very gentlemen. welcome, Jerry. Nope. I hope you get it taken care of. Anything else, let me know even... Even off air, I'll see what I can do to help you. Mike, in Arvada, Russ and Cheyenne, you guys are next. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6985 if rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720 500 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Choosing Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center almost 20 years ago was one of the best decisions we ever made for our pets. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know it's a busy time of the year for all of us, but it's no reason to forget about our pets. Our pets are a part of our family, and they need their checkups and preventative care just as we humans do. Whether a pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are the foundation of our pet's overall health. Depending on your pet's age, a preventative care visit will include the basics, such as an exam and vaccinations, diet and weight management, and parasite preventatives. But it could also involve a spay or neuter discussion, microchipping, concerns about house training or behavior issues. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical team will take the time to get to know your pet and address the concerns you have about your pet's care. It's what your pet deserves, and it's good medicine. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, boarding, grooming, behavior training, pet foods, or pet care products, you'll find it at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the place where my pets go. Call today, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And don't forget to visit their website at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. 
but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket. With higher fuel cost and expensive repairs, this problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679. And make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Also, uh, really quick, just to follow up on that worldwide ad a moment ago, for a lot of you that are like, you know, I'd like to get a classic car, or it's the middle of winter, I've had this classic car, I'm tired of looking at it, what do I do with it? Well, you you just heard. Because mm-hmm. they'll take care of it. And the way worldwide works really quick is they will take your car on consignment, or if you want to, they'll write you a check. But typically, they take it on consignment. You guys decide what a price is on the front side. They'll help you with that. Here's what we think the vehicle is worth. And yes, they're going to mark that vehicle up. That's what they do. They're in business to make money. That's fine. But they're going to handle all of the reconditioning, getting it ready to go, making sure it's roadworthy and so on. And then they sell the vehicle. Once it sells, you get a check. Typically, their average sale happens in about 45 days, which for a classic car, you guys are even... That's that's pretty You're shaking, ass. you're, you're yeah. nodding your head, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty decent for those guys. So if you're somebody right now sitting on an old classic car and you're like, I'd like to do something with this, call Worldwide and they'll help you through the whole thing. I know I'm behind on break, so we'll get rolling here. Russ and Cheyenne, go ahead. Hey, I just, sorry, I had a holdover from last You're fine, go ahead. Last show. Um, speaking of Worldwide, the other thing is you're not going to get screwed. That's right. Good point, Good point, Russ. Yes. <laughs> um. And, 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 you know, and really quick, Russ, you're also not handling yeah. all of the, you know, looky-loos that are coming from across the country to try to look at, you know, potentially, you know, these are legitimate buyers in, in air quotes. You know, some of those are scams and so on. You're eliminating all of that nonsense. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is you sell the car for what you're wanting and you get a check. Yep. So, and they do they do all the work. Great point. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time trying to sell my Mustang that I sold and... They wound up selling it. It took about a month to sell mine, and I got a check. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> Was that easy? And, again, that number, 877-422-1570. For all you listening, that's the number, 877-422-1570. So that quiet, cool unit you were talking about? Yes. Um, so, because I have a whole house fan in my house now, the one thing I absolutely hate about it is every winter i got to get up and i got to put insulation on top of it. Otherwise, all the cold air comes back mm. down. And not with the quiet cool. It doesn't work that way. Okay. So they don't do that? No, they do not. In fact, they are they are of a device where there are certain times in the winter you may actually want to run it. Oh. Okay. Because it will circulate the that air I, and help you out. The one thing I love about my, quiet, or my, my whole house fan is not only at night does it cool the house off, but it cools the entire attic off, too. Nice. And, yeah, uh, and the quiet cool so, does that as well. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at it online. I just wasn't sure if you had to worry about that air reversion. No, like and, it's, and, and as you know, it's you know, it's almost out of sight, out of mind kind of a thing, and it works all you know independently and all by itself. And when it runs, you don't even know it. Yeah. Okay. So very nice. Might have to do an upgrade because I'm okay. really tired of getting up there. And okay. Inflation in the, Sounds good. Over the top of it. So, the uh, con- heated concrete floor. Yes. You were also talking about. I have a buddy that's got one. 
the only downside to that is you lay down on that floor and you'll fall asleep. That's true. Mm-hmm. Good point. <laughs> Very good point, Russ. <laughs> it is a uh, it is cozy. Yes, it is. <laughs> and you. Uh, you get in your tool, the toolbox, the tools are all warm. I know. They're nice. They really are. It so, works very well. I wish I would have uh, realized that, that when I built my shop, I would have done something like that. They are very nice. Yes. It just heats everything in the shop, and so when you open the door and you close the door, it's, it's yep. warm again as soon as you close the door. Everything stays there. That's right. So, yeah. Okay. That's Russ, you're a good man. Nope, appreciate cool, it. So. Thanks for the uh, kudos on Worldwide as well. I appreciate it. Mike in Arvada, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, John. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mike. Uh, I just wanted to add a general question. I uh, bought my uh, 07 uh, Nissan Altima in for the regular routine checkup. And uh, naturally, it uh, one of the things he diagnosed was uh, getting a, a slow leak off of, uh, off of uh, uh, oil engine cooler. And I don't know if there's any such beastie in uh ours uh i it's uh, you know it's it, it's never been changed out so it's understandable you know colorado car dried out uh sealants you know the uh gaskets but i was wondering i i had never been aware i tried to keep myself up on modern car construction components and you guys have an idea what the, how prevalent is that engine oil cooler and how does it basically function so on your car, the leak's really prevalent because it sits down there by the oil filter. So you have your engine block, and then they put the engine oil cooler between the oil filter and the engine block. And so there's a gasket, and that's probably what I'm assuming he's replaced because we've done it a million times on all these Nissans. That gasket right. fails, so you start leaking actually engine oil out. And yeah. that's and that's what's the failure on it. And it's super common on, I'm assuming it's a, uh, six-cylinder Altima, because that's usually the one that we do uh, all the time. No, it's the, it's the two-liter four. Okay, four and that one still has it, too, but that tends to be the issue that we see is that seal between the block and the engine oil cooler goes out on those and leaks all the time. And it's there, you know, one, you know, to kind of to help cool the oil or heat up the oil or to help on it. So, and not every car has it, not by every the way. Car, uh, most modern cars are starting most to Most don't have that. Well... Most start- old cars don't have them. Right. Some of the trucks used to. It's becoming more common now, though, with what Josh just said. Right, because what we're trying to do right now is to get that car up to operating temperature as fast Quickly as we as can. Quickly as possible, right. And that's one of the things they're using to get up to um, operating temperature as fast as they can. It's really more of an of a oil heater at that point exactly. than it is an oil cooler. Yeah. Okay, so are you guys saying that it's uh, in line, it's after, uh, after the uh, filtration? So it, when it gets reaches the top, uh, the upper uh, upper uh, heads, that it's it's cooled at that point, or how does that work uh, ahead of the filter? Or? So the oil, yeah, the extra cooler just is a bypass, as a passage between the block and yeah, and it's going to be after the oil filter, but it, yeah, it, it's like any other port you'd have in the engine, Mike, just running oil through it. Okay, so it's kind of more or less dissipating. Uh, the or collecting, or collecting. Yeah, it, either way, it depends on what temperature it is. You know, right. when it's cold, it's oh. there to pick up heat, and when it's hot, it's there to dissipate heat. Into sometimes your engine oil is hotter than your coolant, or your coolant is hotter than your oil. So, whichever one's the coolest gets the heat. Okay, and so that's your uh, car brain uh, reading that and saying, "Winter, I've got a super cold radiator, mm-hmm. or, or both of them cold." And it's just trying to more or less 
you give an equilibrium between uh, the temperatures and exactly get the, and get that temperature up as soon as possible because that's the way they work the most efficiently and reduce emissions right per- exactly okay okay and you say uh, that uh, modern cars that's not real prevalent that component modern cars it is because not old cars though no but not old cars exactly and some modern cars don't have them it just depends on the vehicle and the engine Okay. It's not guys, every uh, car has one. Let's just make sure we say it that way. Right. Are you of the opinion it's a benefit or a drawback? Depends on the car. Yeah. It depends on what you're trying to do. And, and in a lot of ways, Mike, we get really technical. It depends on how the engine's designed, how it's made, you know, what are they doing to get it to heat up and so on. And some of them use that device to help in that manner. Others don't. It, again, it depends on the design of the engine more than anything. Okay. It's not a good or a bad thing. It just is what it is. Okay, I yeah, I just I had never come across that before, and I'm pretty much old school, and I don't, other than changing fluids uh, and being able to change tires, I try not to get under there and kill a brain or uh, kill a major component by going old school thinking and not knowing your all the contingencies on nope. the You're computers. good. Yeah, okay. All well, right. Thanks for asking that. I, that's You're very welcome. I want to get want to stay educated, you know. No, you're very welcome. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it very much. Wally Warren and Cheyenne, good to hear you. Good to see your uh, name on the screen. Hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. 
Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Wally, you're next. Go ahead. Are you done? Good. So for the uh, gentleman from Grayley that called, a um, couple things I think he really made a big mistake on, and he admitted to one, was that he probably should have gone through his own insurance. Um, any, I, See, I, I wouldn't have done that. Always, I would not, I would have, always I would not have done that because that's going to go against you as a claim, and I wouldn't have done that. Well, except that uh, with this being a sign that got blown into it, it's a comp claim, so it's not chargeable. I don't to care. You. It still goes down as something on your insurance, and I would avoid that at all costs. Period. Okay. Just to, just the way the insurance companies are today, Wally. Uh, trust me. Uh, we all think that that's not affecting your rates. Trust me, it is. Except that you have a contract with your insurance company, and they work for you. This other, uh, by taking the money that he did from this, the uh, uh, construction company, he has no, um, what's the word I want to use? He, ha- he has no control over the body shop because they're the ones that are paying him. True. And, and if he turns it into his own insurance and they get the, um, the, the body shop to pay, they're going to get his deductible back anyhow. He's going to get that back. Because, I mean, that's just the way that it works. Mm-hmm. True. So, I, I guess we agree to disagree on it. So. Yeah, I, I am just one where if I don't have to call my insurance company, I'm not. Because I know over time that's going to affect me. Just the way it is. I don't care who it is. Well, let me give you a for instance. I drove, uh, I was on my anniversary weekend this year, and I drove down a road that they had just striped. And it rained, and the paint bled everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my truck was covered in yellow paint, and I turned it into USAA, and I'm still working on getting a full claim on it, but they're going against the liability insurance for the contractor for Garfield County that did the striping. I don't have to hassle with any of that stuff, and it's a comp claim, so it doesn't affect my rate. As long as they get subrogated and they get paid in full, you'll be fine. That's that's the if. You can do that, you'll be okay. But for my my time and hassle of trying to 
run mm-hmm. this company down and, and mm-hmm. file everything for the $1,000, even if I don't get it back for the size of this claim, because I'm talking, I'm up at over $15,000 on the damage to my truck. Mm-hmm. So for $1,000, I, I don't have to do anything other than take my truck to a body shop and deal with it that way, because I'm not having to deal with trying to track down this company from Utah and file claims with, with their insurance. I'm it's trying to figure out why it's fifteen grand to take striping paint off your paint. It's not that hard. It'll come it's right off with the right chemical. Well, we're, we're talking uh, all the plastic, black plastic pieces and stuff. Everybody said you're not going to get it off. And, it, the, I mean, the entire truck was covered in yellow paint from driving mm-hmm. down because they had blood all over with the rain. Mm-hmm. You think and, a little lacquer thinner dry, and some alcohol? Yeah, I, again, that, that. whatever. I mean, hey, whatever. I, I, I'm not looking okay. at it, so I, I think you okay. could get that off, but they may be looking at it differently. Okay, thank you. You bet, because that striping paint's not the same as automotive paint, so typically mm-hmm. it's fairly easy to take off. But anyways, Warren, you're next. What's going on, man? Good to hear from you. Happy New hey, Year. Brother. How are you? How are you doing? I'm living. Good. Somebody was asking about you the other day, and I said, you know, I'm going to have to check in because I haven't heard from him, and here you are. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just waiting for some football today. Nice. But uh, the reason I called, John, uh, I still got the weld truck, and I'm trying to sell it. Okay. And it's a beauty. It's the best one I ever put together, and uh, it's priced right to sell okay so i'm just reaching out to you a little bit okay if i know anybody looking i'll send them your way i don't at the moment i don't know anybody looking you know that's in that world at this point but that could change tomorrow you never know yeah once in a while Mm -hmm. how's everything else going warren good i got my pellet stove on nice i'm staying nice and warm nice and the weather is fine. It's, the wind is not blowing. No, there All you go. Right. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Warren, you're a good man. I'll, I'll keep you in mind. If I hear anybody looking for a truck, I'll let you know, sir. Thank you, brother. You're a good man. Good to hear from you, Warren. Thank you very much. Love you, man. Take care. Patrick, John, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. I got one last break. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Also, I want to make sure you guys all know, Justin and Josh from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder, if you've got a question on buying, selling, car value, uh, technical questions even on some of that, by all means, uh, let us know. We'll get into some of that in the 11 o'clock hour as well, some tips on what to do, what to look for, and so on. We'll get into some of that here as soon as we come back here at the top of the hour. Patrick in Fort Collins, you're next. We went on a little vacation over uh, the holidays, and when we got back to uh, our car, which was in a lighted uh, parking lot, paid for park, uh, cameras everywhere, and mm-hmm. live patrols every once in a while. And the catalytic converter been cut off or yep. on the CRV. Mm-hmm. Just a waste of manpower to come out there. Yeah, they're not doing the, anything about it. The DA will let them go. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a hand slap at, at best. If they, a, if they catch him, that's even, it's even if they catch him, Patrick. Oh, Good luck he, on he that. Said, he said there's no problem. We know who it is. Oh, they're really? The same, it's the same eight or ten guys all over Denver. And that, that's their living. And he said it won't do no good because the DA just turns them right back loose. Well, they do the same thing for those that steal cars, so that doesn't surprise me. 
<laughs> what is the wrong with our society? I mean, under... Uh, we reward bad behavior, Patrick. That's what's wrong. The mayor of Denver is thumbing his nose at the people of Denver because the airport stealing cars and stealing catalytic converters is epidemic. That's right. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's one of those things where you you almost need, I hate to say this because you don't want to have people go out and spend money, but we have guys here that can help you with that. If you're looking for an inexpensive airport car, what I mean by that is, you know, a car that you know if you lost something off of would be no big deal. Uh, You know, you used to call them that airport car, so you can go out there, park them, and not worry about it. Yeah, these guys could help you out. Yeah. We've always got those cars, five, six, seven grand. Just drive it out there. Who cares? And we are recommending to all of our customers to have full coverage insurance right now because of that because your insurance company will replace that cat and we've seen or lock it or do something along those lines seen some cats upwards of five six seven thousand dollars yeah priuses right now yeah priuses are big yeah yeah yeah. well some of them will have two or three on there and they're cutting them all off and the way they cut it you know i have to have a weld it that's right just bolt it back in most of them you're buying the whole pipe assembly Mm -hmm. patrick is what you're doing i know crazy now it needs to be a California compliant cat too, which, which makes it tri- more expensive. Triples the price of the cat. Because, that's right, because of the laws that we need to follow now. Which, which yeah, again is something that, that needs changed here in Colorado. By the way, that's one thing the police warned us that don't drive around like that too long. I mean, we had to get back to Fort Collins, but he said don't drive around like that too long. It's a federal law to not drive with a cat. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can't just get a piece of pipe and weld it in there. No, no, and you won't find anybody that'll even do that for you. There's not a shop out there that'll do that. Well, I can do it, but, <laughs> you know, he warned us, don't do that. Because well, it'll turn the on the check offense. engine light, and other things won't work as they're supposed right. to either when you do that. I know. So, you don't have a choice but to put it on there. But, you know, elections have consequences. These yes, they do. They can vote Democrats. <laughs> yes, yes get away correct. With it. And, uh, you know, Hancock at the, at the mayor of Denver and the uh, polis at the governorship, they just thumb in their nose at the Colorado. Well, and I say it all the time during the week, Patrick. It shows you they don't care about the little guy despite what they say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's a good thing I had earplugs in my car because uh, my wife and I would have been stir crazy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good one. Good one. Patrick, appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling. And, yes, that is something you all need to be aware of because it's happening on an ongoing basis. John Littleton, you're next. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I was at the RV show yesterday oh. out at the convention center, and uh, we're looking to buy a mid-sized trailer. And uh, I really probably want to buy a travel trailer and either get an SUV or a truck to pull it. And I just wanted some guidelines on how do I match up a trailer and a truck. Great question. I wish more people would do that on the front side versus the backside because no offense it's not something the guys selling trailers will typically tell you because they'll tell you if you got a subaru outback yeah you can haul this 24 foot travel trailer no problem nothing could be farther from the truth of course in fact if you if you're in my opinion john if you're getting above about 20 foot on a travel trailer you need a three-quarter ton truck i know those guys at the trailer places will not tell you that They'll tell you that you're fine with a half-ton truck or a Yukon or a Blazer or even a smaller SUV. But if you get above 20 feet, the majority of trailers on the market start getting heavy enough. you got two axles behind you. It's getting squirrely enough that in wind or any of those types of conditions, it just isn't worth doing that with a regular half-ton truck and definitely not an undersized you know SUV or you know I drive a Chevy Colorado. Even that truck is not big enough to do something 
Oh, even though even though if I go look at all the GVWR specs on my Colorado, it'll tell me I can tow that via, you know, I can tow that trailer. I still would not. Now that trailer will push you all over yeah. the place. So and, and now I will say this: depends on the trailer. Could I, with my Colorado, tow a twenty-four foot Airstream, for example? Yeah, if I want to go spend one hundred fifty grand on an Airstream and have it be lightweight, all aluminum, so on, could I put that behind my Colorado and be okay? Yes, but that's not the same as a twenty-four foot average tow behind travel trailer. They're not the same. Yeah, and John, I don't know, you know what what kind of budget you're in, but if it's going to be a big enough trailer. I'd really recommend probably a fifth wheel just uh, for stability. Um, if you're going big. Yeah, those bumper pulls, they can get squirrely in a heartbeat. Well, I, I'm with Justin on that, John. If you're going over 24 foot, buy a fifth wheel. Yeah, it was funny because I was looking at both. Um, I'm probably, I don't know, maybe 28, 30 foot is what I'm Buy a fifth wheel. wheel. You need a fifth wheel you're, for you're sure. You're in a fifth wheel world but, right there. One ton truck if you can. Yep. Three, at least a three-quarter ton. Now, some of the three-quarter tons are almost rated as a one ton, although the transmissions typically uh, aren't as heavy. Now, that depends on the brand. You know, and this is a great question, by the way. I, I want to I finish this up. So, John, hang tight. We're up against the, the top of the hour break, but this is a universal question that I think more people need to hear the answers to because, again, I wish we could talk more on the front side when people get ready to do this versus the – Backside. I got a few more tips on that. I know Justin and Josh do as well. So that's a great question. I'm going to continue that on as soon as we come back. Guys, don't go anywhere. Myself, Justin, Josh, Ridgeline Automotive, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, I should say, up in Boulder, Legacy Automotive in Boulder. We'll be right back, guys. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.